Thanks for tuning in to Entertainment Avenue, my uh, brand new podcast here over on wherever you're listening to it. And uh, for our first episode, we are joined by my very good friend, Kian Soar. Hi, it's me. <laughs> Hi, Kian. You want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, I'm Kiansor, Kiansorus on uh, Discord. <laughs> but uh, you can find me on Twitch at Kiansor. Uh, and I'm a variety streamer, do all sorts of stuff. All right. Uh, this podcast is meant for everything from Nintendo to movies to music to anything you can imagine that has to do with entertainment or things we are interested in. And with that being said, uh, let's get right into it. So, Keen, I heard you were in some uh, sort of uh, Mario Kart tournament. Yeah, did you hear about that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited. Uh, nervous, very, very nervous. But uh, are are you are you excited? This is. I'm. I'm I don't very know excited. if everybody knows, but this is your. I've I've your... put some stuff in my YouTube uh, community post thing. I don't know what it's called. My community center, I believe. I've put some stuff in there about my uh, about my streams, because there's mm. going to be a tournament that I'm hosting with fellow YouTubers or Twitch streamers in this case, uh, called the Creator Cup, and it's coming up, uh, I believe, next Saturday when I when this podcast is posted, it's going to be live streamed next Saturday, and I hope the video is published the Friday after that, so that will be June. June 16th, I believe, of 2023. It's going to be a pretty heated Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it is. Because Kian uh, actually got Mario Kart for the tournament and has only been playing for two weeks now. Yeah, we're getting a we're getting a live look at how quickly someone can pick up... How, how quickly a layman can pick up Mario Kart yeah. and uh, become a beast. <laughs> yeah. I've been uh, helping Kian throughout his uh, streams the last couple of weeks. And his streams have been very, very helpful. Uh, Tice has given me videos on my own gameplay and uh, all the little tips and tricks I could ever need. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. But, I um... never would have known that uh, coins give you a little <laughs> bit more speed. <laughs> yeah. That's no, when so I was... What I was hoping to address in this in this episode, for our uh, listeners, is how big of a drama it was to uh, to plan this. Oh because it was it was literal hell. Keen has been here since the start, and it first started off as a little project I did after my first video was published on YouTube, and it was like blowing up. Just a sparkle in your eye. Yeah, there was a sparkle in my eye, and I wanted to I wanted to do that, and I got. First of all, I got Asinator and and some other small YouTubers together because I wanted to do like a small YouTuber uh, Mario Kart tournament to boost everybody's and, viewers. And that was already very exciting. That like, was that, that was already very exciting. So I asked Ian, yo, like, yo, you're you're a good friend of mine. Do you want to join in? And, and uh, I did. I did say I did say yes. That took a little bit of convincing. <laughs> 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 the price point on the game for it, like, how long has it been out? Uh, so long. You mean Mario Kart 8 or Mario Kart 8 yes. Deluxe? Sorry, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 8, 8 Deluxe yeah. has been out since 2017, so that's six years. And Mario Kart 8 
which is basically the the same game. Uh, yes. Has been out since 2014, so that's almost okay. almost a decade. Yeah, for it to still be, of course, it's those Nintendo prices, but for it to still be rocking at like sixty dollars, I was yeah. like, Whoa, that's wild, really. But uh, I I I bit the bit and did it, and I'm actually really happy that I did. If anybody out there is on the fence about ever playing Mario Kart, I I think you're gonna like it. It's it's just a universally really fun game <laughs> yeah but uh then after i got keen and ace and stuff together i went to like some bigger youtubers to find you know like some person who would be i, I want to say the sponsor but like the the promoter so i went to a youtube channel called tricky nick it's i believe a youtuber with twenty thousand subs and i went to his yeah. discord and i asked him do you want to be a part of my of a Mario Kart tournament that I'm putting together? And he said, yeah, I, I like the idea, but I'm very busy, so I can maybe ask uh, a friend of mine. And that's how I got in contact with Albert Boris. For audio listeners out there, um, I, I do really love you, but if you don't watch a lot of YouTube, you won't get this. Um, or like not a lot of Nintendo YouTube, because yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's specialized. It's, it's specialized. <laughs> But um, I got I got those people in a group, and eventually I had some extra characters uh, or characters. I got some extra people in there, and eventually I filled the cast with twelve people. And twelve really awesome creators. I'd yeah, say. yeah, twelve really awesome creators, and we set the date to May twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, because that was a date everybody was available. Four p.m. EST. Good, good. <laughs> And then every everything seemed to be well. However, last minute, and with last minute, I literally mean a couple of hours before the tournament, five people canceled. Oh. I'm not gonna be able. I'm not gonna name drop those people because that's you know that's not something I'd I'd like to do. But it was brutal, and I said, okay, I'm not gonna be able to find five people in the next couple of hours, so let's postpone it. Then it was... I think that was the best thing to do, honestly. Like there was no, there was no way, right? Like, yeah, all this, all this work that you put into it for it was, it was, had been like a month at that point that you had like been. Yeah, I started planning it. that on April. What was it? April sixteenth. Uh, Wait, I can see when I made the tournament Discord. That was April seventeenth. Yeah. We all knew we all knew the date. Obviously, with creators who are working on a freelance schedule, it's it's really tough to nail your schedule down. But yeah, we we all had that. We all had that in advance. Yeah, and then um, it was postponed to June third, which is really ironic because right now of recording, it's June third. <laughs> um, which, which gets you a bit of an idea of what happened. Um, funny story. Everything seemed to be okay. I replaced some people who couldn't make it. I got another 12 people in there. And no joke. I believe it was like the half was the same people. And the other half was people that genuinely knew last minute. Five people yes. canceled last minute. And this last minute was actually a day before, 
but the people it was either uh it, it was like really tight because the people that were or originally in it that couldn't make it were five people so i got five replacements <laughs> meaning everybody that i had a network with so everybody that i knew that could record their gameplay for this was already either not going to be able to make it or was in the tournament already you already rotated out your cast i already rotated out everybody <laughs> and the last minute five people canceled so uh what happened was i postponed it again to <laughs> june 10th and i <laughs> was not happy to do that and i had a talk about this with kian i was really mad and that was yesterday of recording this so kian really knows what i'm talking about <laughs> hey, I hear your chuckle in the background. I'm, I'm just, I'm just sorry, you know, like, <laughs> you know, your first exploration into what it is to get like a lot of working people together, and it's really difficult. And I, I'm glad that you know it's it's a bunch of uh, people who are pretty respectful of like of of you and that you that you need this content and so they they get where you're coming from but uh it it is it it just generally is very rough to try to get more than i'd say about four people it starts going up exponentially the the schedule yeah. difficulties <laughs> yeah uh, so after that happened and that was yesterday so i postponed it and i said and i quote i said this in rules and notifications so it was serious shit i said i i have dm'd everybody who i plan to have in this tournament i want everybody's response by wednesday if i don't get a response or you say that you cannot make it i am thinking that you cannot make it because you will be a a liability and i don't know i, I don't want to run that risk again so uh, I said, if I don't have your answer by Wednesday, I'm sorry, but you're out. Because I have to know if you're going to be there when we need you there. Uh, and everybody understood that. Everybody said, okay, yeah, we get that. You put a lot of effort into planning this. So, um, yeah, that that's good. And I got some new people in there. I got Reese in there. I got World of Gaming back because uh, that was a big part of our cast. That's a Mario Kart Pro uh, esporter that couldn't make it because uh, she was on a trip to Luxembourg uh, by the Amazing. time of uh, recording and that's that's really lovely um, but that was one of the reasons why I wanted to postpone it so yeah, and I were looking yeah I, I do really hope now that it does work and that nobody that I don't need to postpone it again because then I'll actually lose my my physical shit I'm gonna lose everything um yeah gonna float away into the ether <laughs> it's gonna float away into the ether yes <laughs> gonna evaporate what yeah. would you um if if you had to do this over again what do you think you would do to kind of not erase this situation because i don't think you can but yeah to like reduce the impact maybe of scheduling i think if i if i could go back to the moment that i had this idea mm -hmm. i would or like when i had the group together i would say okay i what i what i did now so if you cannot if you don't give me an answer by then i will have to uh uh i will have to or like 
not necessarily go back because then I didn't have like the the community that I'm in right now with you guys, the Warpipe HQ. Right. Um, and I would I would probably say if I could do it over right now. So if I still had the community and wanted to do it like next year, yeah, I would do. Yeah. I would say exactly as I said. Now I would get twelve people together and I would say, "Yo, are you available? Then I want to know by that time." If you cannot let me know, I'm sorry, but you're not going to be able to be in it. Mm -hmm. okay. That's what I would probably do by then. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Maybe like, I, what my, I, I work, um, for, uh, I work, <laughs> I work, I make money. And, mm -hmm. uh, as a freelancer and I'll have like these uh dates sent out to me for me to hold in my calendar and they're like please you know uh like if you get another like a really big job like a big acting job then you know let us know and we can figure stuff out with the schedule but yeah hold, hold this in your calendar and keep it as like your it, your number one priority until such a situation arises yeah yeah that's I fair feel, I feel like that's a, a good way to like phrase that you know yeah. like this this is the priority because it is work yeah it's work for you and it's because you've held that time in your schedule and yeah. you're not allowed to do anything with it actually i got an invite for the original so may 27th i got an invite to a party and i had to cancel because i had my mario kart tournament that was a big day for me and then like two hours before the tournament it it canceled and i was gonna like the party was like almost over already so i couldn't go and there were some friends of mine there and that's you know sucks I'm sorry about that gee that is frustrating and that's yeah. exactly what I, that's exactly what i mean like you could have gone but uh yeah anyway now you know now you're a little bit more equipped and uh now hopefully your community knows the deal yeah and if they don't, they're going to have somebody who's mad at them. They're not <laughs> mad, but frustrated with them. Yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all friends. <laughs> yeah. We're all friends here. Yeah. That's hey, really Kian. Cool. Yeah. I've been checking out this uh, subscription that I just got called uh, Apple TV Plus. Oh, shit. I do love an Apple TV. And uh, what I what I like to do is when I start a subscription, I want to make a list of things I really want to see. So that like in the first month or like the, the, the free trial, if I do not like, uh, if I do not like watch those things or if I don't like them, yeah. I can cancel the subscription or, you know, save some money. That's so smart. And um, I, I checked, I believe it's three. Yeah, I checked out three things on apple tv plus mm -hmm. that is the michael j fox documentary mm -hmm. the tetris movie and the show shrinking thank you it's about a uh a uh, therapist that goes to if yeah i don't i don't know how to explain it without spoilers it's a really good show if you haven't seen it and you have apple tv plus go check it out it's a, it's a really good show and i oh. do I do really like the the format that Apple TV Plus has with uh, because I believe with some of their original shows, they say like you can watch the first three episodes for free so that when you start your subscription, you know what you're getting into. 
Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, I do really like that because okay. most subscriptions get big because they have big names, mm -hmm. which is obviously the way to fame. But um, if you don't have big names like Apple originally had and you make things like the Tetris movie or a Michael J. Fox documentary, people will get into your subscription, but they probably won't make it further than the free trial. So when you do have shows with big names, like Shrinking has Harrison Ford and Jason Segel, um, that, that gets you a little bit further, you know? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you put, they're putting famous people in theater now to get people to go see it. So yeah, that's definitely a, a great tactic. I mean, they, they've, they have Ted Lasso. So like they've had that for, yeah. However, I've I've never checked out Ted Lasso, and I'm not planning on checking out Ted Lasso. That's fair. It's a pretty. Yeah. I know. I know you like uh, wholesome shows. Yeah. Ted Lasso is one of those. Um, but obviously, if you're not interested in football, then maybe it is not a, a the best show for you to watch. But I I can tell you that I personally have no interest in football, and it's uh. Ted Lasso has lit a light in my life. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm also interested is uh, in is watching movies that I saw commercials for like two years ago. Like I saw uh, a movie with Tom Holland. I believe it's called Cherry or something. Uh, and it's I believe it's about a guy robbing. Uh, I, I saw like a few few clips and it's like Tom Holland robbing a bank for like some mysterious reason and i i love mystery i love murder mystery and that stuff and are you are you a big tom holland stan too i'm not necessarily a big tom holland stan i wouldn't like i wouldn't call myself a stan but i do like him as an actor mm, okay That's like fair. one of my, one of my criteria would be are there actors who can actually act <laughs> and if that's the case then yeah i'd watch that that's you know also what? that's also why i started watching the show shrinking because Jason mm -hmm. Siegel, I don't know if you recognize the name, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Jason Siegel. Jason yeah, Siegel and Harrison Ford are just two pretty great actors. Like, uh, I've, I've seen How I Met Your Mother now, I believe, for seven times now. <laughs> and I just really like Jason Siegel as, a, as an actor. And Harrison Ford, you know, Indiana Jones and... and uh, it sounds Classic. really bad that I cannot make any more examples of Harrison Ford movies, but... Uh, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Yeah, uh, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, that that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. But he's... All, yeah. I like also, I like actors that can, you know, get into a role, because in this uh, show, Harrison Ford plays a uh, therapist who has just discovered that he has Parkinson's disease. But he's already, he's already, like, in his 70s. Like, he's 74, I believe. Mm. And, you know, he's still holding on to the passion of being a therapist and, and, and helping people out. Um, and I, 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 I really get, like, vibes from Martin Short or Steve Martin in that, in that show. Really? From Harrison Ford? Yeah, because he he's like a really grumpy grumpy guy when you when you when you talk to him like face to face. Uh, in the in the show, obviously, I'm I'm not talking about personal experience. 
<laughs> no, that time you met Harrison Ford. Yeah, like he, he's my neighbor, you know. Yeah, he's your good friend. Yeah, uh, he's my good friend. My yeah. Good friend Harrison Ford. But I get like I I like uh, that's that's I like that with a lot of characters. If you play an old person, an old grumpy person, you're either gonna hire Steve Martin, Martin Short, Danny DeVito, or Harrison Ford. Those <laughs> I mean, those I are the four that. horsemen. The four horsemen of the old apocalypse. Old apocalypse, (laughs) yes. Oh man, that's so funny to hear you say that. It's it's you know it's not not wrong. uh, Certainly in this day and age, that is not uh, that's not what they used to be. I'll say that. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny to. uh, I don't I don't know. Have have you seen like? all of like the three amigos stuff or anything like that that uh, martin short steve martin used to do with uh chase no i have not uh seen those obviously because i don't live in the region uh of the united uh, states might not, might not be available yeah yeah uh it's I... you know there's some funny stuff there i think i think a lot of it is probably not correct for this day and age anymore but uh, just some like they they they've they've not strayed far from who they are as artists, yeah. And yet, like all of their stuff really does uh, ring true with that same humanity. They've never they've never lost that. So I I think that's really that's really cool that they've carried that throughout their lives as artists. Yeah, I have uh, seen some, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short comedy shows, like, on Netflix and stuff. Because I believe they did yeah. one Netflix special, and I've seen that, and they also have some other stuff. Yeah, check, but it's, check, check out some of the older stuff. It's, it's, uh... Yeah, I might have to, I might have to pirate those, because I don't have, I, we don't have those in, in, like, this region. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I don't, I yeah. don't like doing that, you know. <laughs> If they don't give us the resources. Uh, what other what other things are you excited to check out on Apple TV? Uh, well, I'm not I'm not really sure yet. Maybe some of our viewers can give some. Uh, I believe I would I would say that would be YouTube because I don't think like other services has a comment section. But maybe <laughs> if you have Apple TV Plus and you want to recommend some shows, I can check them out. So feel free to leave that in the comments below. If you're yeah. a video viewer. Which doesn't make a lot of difference, but sure. (laughs) You can cover that in other um, other episodes. But staying on the topic of uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short, I was going to say when I see them on on stage performing together, I do really feel like they they keep the energy that they also have outside of the shows. So, like, they just Mm. goof around on stage and they show some old pictures, they make fun of each other, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that that's just kind of who they are as people. Yeah, because they've and... I believe they've known each other for like forty or fifty years or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't they don't even really need any anything else but them yeah. to just make something, which is I I that's somewhere I would love to be with um, creative partners. You know, like someone have have people who I don't need to like 
say, oh, so we're gonna go through with this structure, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this type of thing. You can you can just go, and you because you have that shared language together, so you can create without it being like this. 15 step process of let's figure out our creative languages together <laughs> so basically what we are doing right now yes yeah yeah literally what we're doing right yeah. now <laughs> yeah creator cup let's go <laughs> creator cup apple tv Warp plus pipe. yes Warp Martin, plus. Martin short <laughs> also kian i uh believe you've seen the show have you seen only murders in the building I have seen Only Murders in the Building, My, the most recent season a while ago, but I have seen it. Okay, because I don't know if you know already, but they are making a season three, and it's already wrapped filming. They've wrapped it? Holy They've shit. wrapped filming. So I, since it's probably going to launch in two to three months, I want to say two months, because it's almost always like summer vacation, so end of July, beginning of August. I thought maybe you want to talk about um, season three of Only Murders in the Building. I would be jazzed to talk about season three of Only Murders in the Building. What do you do? You have any predictions? Well, I uh, obviously saw some some trailers for it and stuff, and I know that there's going to be a lot of the backstory because uh, people who haven't seen Only Murders in the Building. It's a great uh, show. I believe in America it's on Hulu, and in places that don't have Hulu, I believe it's on Disney Plus, because for me it's also on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. uh, which makes sense because Disney owns Hulu now because Disney owns everything. Disney owns everything. But it's the mouse's house. Yeah, it's the mouse's house. <laughs> and um, what was I gonna say? The Mouse House, Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good show. It's uh, it has uh, two seasons with twenty episodes in total, and it's about three people who are pretty interested in in murder mystery podcast, and they notice a murder has been committed in the building by somebody in the building, and they they go figure that out, and it's it. Ends in an open ending, and then season two works on that. And the end of season two also ends with a murder. And uh, I believe you you have seen that then, I believe, Keen. Oh, yes. The, uh, yeah, the murder of Paul Rudd. The, the murder of Paul Rudd. The, yeah, <laughs> the, murder, the murder of Paul Rudd. And um, in season three, they're going to work on the year gap that is in between the end of season two and the moment that Paul Rudd has been murdered. So it's going to be making the right. theater production, getting everything worked out. And that is where we see the murderer of the, uh, of the show, of the, that season. That sounds like a good change from the past. I feel like they've gone from season one to season two. It was pretty like a, a quick turn on a dime, right? Like the, the murder happened, one murder happened, and then another murder happened to kick off the next season, right? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be, we'll get some good uh, pacing and a little bit different flavor maybe then from this season, which is, yeah. which is good. Like... I I'm not I don't think that season two was a carbon copy of season one by any means, but I will say that it had some of the same mouthfeel as season one. Yeah. 
What I also saw was, uh, I saw a couple of, not leaks, because they were posted by Disney Plus official. Mm. So it was just set pictures and stuff. Um, and you saw Meryl Streep playing a character in the new season. I have no idea what character, but I assume it's going to be good. The cameos they get are incredible. Um, and I also saw a clip of Mabel's wedding. Oh or at least goodness. or at least Mabel in a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. You never know. They always do twists. Yeah. Twists. So it's Mabel in a wedding dress. So either it's something because the goofy thing would be to do uh the goofy thing would be like having the theater production, having it the the show having a wedding scene in it and they lost the actor and they have to have to have somebody to practice with, you know. It's gotta be Mabel. That would be that would be the Steve Martin thing to do. The Steve Martin yeah. Martin short thing to do. But if they actually want to go into more depth with the character development, I think, uh, I think I think having actually Mabel getting into a serious relationship would be good. Because actually, if I remember it correctly, in the end of season two, Mabel is still with Alice. Oh really? Was was Alice was Alice her name? No, no way. They she was manipulative, right? I don't. I think we saw a different only ones in the building. Hold on, wait. Yeah, no. Alice was like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Alex. Alex did lie, but eventually that got like explained in some uh... reason, and. Obviously, we're not we're not people to judge um, what other people want in their relationships because it's a show. So at the end, so I I want to say that it would also be very good if it was actually Mabel's wedding. That and that that would, I I would like that personally. To whom? To to Alice? To anyone, Alice? Because. Okay. The, the show fills a one-year gap. Because eventually... No, it's she's gonna... a, no, she's not a good person. Just, like, straight up. <laughs> yeah, fair. But, like, if, if Mabel is going that direction, it's her choice. I mean... That's true. But the show fills... It has to... To solve the murder as well, it has to fill the one-year gap between the show and the and the last season... And the time after that. So at that point, if Alice and Mabel would still be together, they would have they would have been together for one and a half years. So if they wanna, you know, rush into it, then yeah. That could be a possibility. It could be mm, it could be. I'm pretty sure that Alice using Mabel's trauma as like an art piece, yeah, is kind of somewhere you can't come back from. Yeah, well, her... wasn't didn't didn't she make a puzzle for uh, out of that for Mabel to help her remember what happened? Yeah, but like, like it's it's a shitty thing to do. I agree, but wasn't it like a moral of a story to not judge a book by its cover or something? I, I... I... 
I, don't I know. guess I don't know. I I don't fully remember the end of that. I do. I have to say that's I'm I'm coming from remembering that specific incident and being yeah. Shocked. No, no, no. I I get your point. I get your point. Um, but yeah, no, maybe maybe that that might have been the whole thing. I I can't remember. <laughs> I apologize. That's no, okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with your interpretation that it was a, a wholesome thing to do. Sick. Well, not wholesome. It it was it was a shitty thing to do, but I believe at the end of the day, it was for a good cause. It was to help Mabel uh, remember what happened because Mabel had like blackouts and couldn't remember what happened, who the murderer was, what she saw that night of the of the murder in the beginning of the second season. The means to an end. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel that I feel that. Um, and I believe I I want to say that that's just. Eventually, the point was to have Alice, because I I think it was like for spo- for like spoiler stuff and for cliffhanger stuff. They wanted to maybe bring Alice in as a possible murderer. Yes. Um, and then yes. just to say, oh no, but it was to help you remember. Blah 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 blah. Uh. <laughs> oh, I was gonna do a good thing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, if there if there was a if there was a wedding, that would be. That would be pretty wild. I would I, guess, I would accept everything at this yeah, point. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Any any other things that you glean from spoils or trailers that I'm 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 thinking. Um I saw some yeah, I saw some clips of uh Oscar's Oscar so um or not Oscar. I forget his name. It's um Martin Short's character. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I do. But um him sitting in a room with Meryl Streep and Paul Rudd in I believe it's like theater, it's like rehearsal for the show. It's like uh-huh. script reading, script writing maybe even. Oliver Putnam. Oliver Putnam, thank you. Um and and I think I think there's going to be a lot of lore. I think it's going to be a lot of paying attention very well mm. to know who the murderer would be. You think and, little uh, clues here and there, they're going to... Well, I'm I'm personally a person that actually makes notes while watching this kind of shows. Yeah. Do you, do you think that helps you predict? Or well, in the first you... season, I knew the murderer right from their, right from their introduction. Really? I was I was thinking, okay, what would a movie director do? Because I, I uh, I've told you this before, but our viewers might not know this, um, or our listeners, um, but I I want to be a movie director sometime in my life. Hell, that's yeah. a goal. That's something I really want to do. Um, and I'm I'm thinking about how I'm gonna interpret that. But mm-hmm. when I watched that show, I was thinking about. First of all, what would the realistic thing be to do? And then what would the directors do? Mm. And when I saw it was episode three or episode four or something, and the the killer was introduced, I thought, hey, introducing a character mid-season, uh, getting very close very quickly, that is always a hint to a very big plot point. So either season one or season two. Because see, when I started watching it, season two was already very, very big in in like half of the season. Mm. Um, I didn't, 
I didn't know you didn't start it when when the hype was happening. No, no, no. I I binged watch season one in one night, and then I watched season two right after that. Well, well, well. So like wow. I started, I believe uh, it was episode two just released when I was watching, uh, season one. Wow. And and you you had it called from the very. I beginning. I had it called from the from the moment that they were introduced in season two. I did find it harder to predict, but now that I'm thinking of it, who? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the killer for. for yeah right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was I was thinking between I'm I'm still confused by that because they were like I believe it was the last or the the one the the first episode after or before that like episode nine or episode ten where they actually confirmed who the killer was and that was like really really weird because first they started uh like thinking okay alice is the murderer then they said um oh no it was firstly it was cinda cannon was the murderer then it was alice was the murderer then alice fake stabbed charles and then it was oh but she's the murderer Mm -hmm. and um that was that was a really quick blur, so I had no idea on, up until the end. So that was actually really good. But maybe it's the act of binge-watching to know uh, who the killer actually is. That certainly might help, you know? Like, yeah. if you're you're getting the Because you stay in the story instead of watching one episode a week. Yes, and things stick out to you if they're different way more than if you have a week break in between and yeah. you can't spot those, like, yeah. either thematic differences or little details that they're throwing out to try to clue you in. Yeah. That's interesting. I might I might try that for my for my next uh, who whodunit show. I might have to binge watch it all to see if I can guess. Yeah. And I can yeah. I don't want to say this, but um, I think we're at the end of our time. It's that time. It's, it's that, that time. time. It's, this has been a joy and a, and a real pleasure. I've had a I great had time. a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you, have, do you want to leave a review at the, end of the, at the end of the night? Oh, man. This is... I would say this podcast episode has been 10 murders out of 10. Ten murders out of ten. Damn. Murders out of ten, and that's... all of all of them, all of them fake. Of course, nobody's dying. But that's good murders. to know. Yeah. That's good to know. I had a lot of fun as well, and I, I hope come back in time. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, eventually, I have to. I have to talk about more only murders in the building stuff. Bless. I'll. I'll be. I'll be your only murders at, in the building at, correspondent. Yeah. At the <laughs> latest. At the latest point that I'm asking you back, so I'll be, I'm, I'm, I want to have you back as soon as possible, but if I don't have time to do that or like I take a break from the podcast, I'm going to have you back in the middle of the season three of Only Murders in the Building because you got to talk about that. When episode five uh, launches, I want to have you on the podcast to talk about that. You hear that, everyone? Get excited. Get excited. Keen's going to be back for more. And if you didn't like Keen, well, you can stay away. Yeah. Keen's my bestie. Stay sad. Stay sad. Get excited or stay sad. Yeah. Well, for the listeners or viewers, I hope you had a lot of fun listening to this. 
And uh, if everything works out well, I hope I see you this time next week. And uh, Keen, do you want to you want to add anything to our outro? You want to plug yourself one more time, your channel? Yeah, hundred percent. Keen Sor on Twitch. Uh, I might be coming to YouTube at some point, and uh, just happy to be here in my my own little car on Entertainment Avenue. Damn. Okay, and um, with that being said, I will see you all, or I will talk to you all next week. So, turn on your car, and you can now finally go to that appointment you wanted to go to, or you can finally go to sleep, and then I'll see you here next week, same time, on Entertainment Avenue.